Welcome to the American Geophysical Union's podcast. Wait, wow. Shane. Aren't <laughs> you supposed to be asking me some weird question or something? <laughs> um, normally, yes. But today we're doing something a little bit different. It's kind of like... Think of it as like an episode inside of an episode. Oh, this sounds meta. It's uh, it's like third pod adjacent. Okay. Uh, I'll explain later. Okay. All right. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I am Shane Hanlon. I'm Nancy Bompy. And this is Third Pod from the Sun. Okay. So now it's time for me to ask you a question. <laughs> Maybe we should have done this in the beginning. What are we doing here? <laughs> okay. So in addition to a third pod, which is what you and I do so often, uh, we at AGU have all kinds of different ways to tell stories from like EOS to video interviews. And we have a, a boatload of audio interviews that we've been collecting over the past couple of years from things like our Centennial Initiative and a whole bunch of different stuff. So we're launching a new, for now, pilot initiative where we're going to share some of these stories, or at least parts of them. They're going to be really tiny. And we're going to uh, kind of commandeer third pod intermittently to share these stories with people. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm down. I'm yeah. down. You're okay with this? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad to hear that we've got your blessing. So there will be, this is the first one. There will be more of these, but this is not... This is not a replacement. This is you and I will still be here. Um, as always. As always. At least every other week. Wow, that's a lot. I know. Oh, that's not bad though. So plenty of regular third pod, but these That'll are just, yeah, I like this idea though. It's like more, you know, scientists telling their stories. I mean, that's the whole point anyway. So um, yeah. more science. I'm stoked. More science. All right. You ready more for the scientists. first episode? Let's do it. Everyone has a science story, even, or maybe especially, scientists. Science affects each and every one of us. Let's talk about it. From the American Geophysical Union, I'm Shane Hanlon, and this is Sci Intel. For our first episode, we have a very special guest. Uh, this interview was conducted by AGU's own Kimberly Cartier at our annual meeting as part of the AGU Narratives Project. And we set out to record stories from all sorts of scientists within AGU to celebrate uh, our centennial um, as an opportunity to reflect on the past hundred years of Earth and space science and to welcome all the possibilities that the next century will bring. I'm Jim Green. I'm the uh, NASA chief scientist. So I work at NASA headquarters. I uh, just started that. That's a new job in the last uh, several months. But you've been at NASA for quite a while. Yeah, I hear. 38 years. Yeah, it's a long time. I ended up at Marshall Space Flight Center as okay. a civil servant. Started there. And what were you doing at Marshall? Well, I was a member of the magnetosphere branch mm -hmm. and, the, and they were starting a group. So I really liked the idea of going into an organization that was just building, you know, and I had an opportunity to be part of that. So I worked on several spacecraft while mm -hmm. I was there. Not only did I continue to work on the Voyager spacecraft, but I also worked on um, Dynamics Explorer in a new okay. area, very low energy plasma. Okay, this would, uh, the, the, the main area was the plasma sphere. Right. 
Now, the plasmasphere is an area uh, that's um, uh, an evaporated ionosphere, if you will, that are mm -hmm. trapped on, on uh, closed magnetic field lines, and um, it goes around the Earth. And it, it exists in the same place that the Van Allen radiation belts do, which are very high-energy particles. Mm -hmm. So it's a completely different particle regime. So uh, not much was known about the plasmasphere, not much about uh, dynamics, and, and so it was really easy to, you know, just publish about any, anything in that area was everything new. Everything was new, everything Every, was interesting. Yeah. So that is so important when, when, you, when you get involved in a mission, you know, that's new and unique, uh, and, and I've done that now several times mm -hmm. in my career. Um, in fact, the last one was Image, uh, which right. was a, a magnetospheric imager. And I've gotten into uh, science management. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a uh, branch chief at Goddard Space Flight Center and then a uh, division uh, chief and then went down to NASA headquarters and was the division chief for uh, uh, planetary science for quite a few years. You know, we launched an, an, a tremendous number of spacecraft over those 12 years. To me, mm -hmm. it was a tremendously satisfying uh, career. It was a golden age of planetary science that I was involved in. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I started uh, when we were just getting the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter into orbit at Mars. Uh, New Horizons had launched a few months earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, I was involved in launching Dawn and Phoenix and a whole series of missions from then on you know, Laddie to the moon, and, and uh, Messenger was just getting, you know, flybys by Venus and then getting into orbit at Mercury. And then Cassini was doing fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And, of course, during that time period, I was involved in quite a few selections. You know, yeah. Juno, Osiris-Rex, InSight, uh, Laddie, yeah. uh, Grail, yes. you know, and there's uh, a, a number more. Uh, so... Um, uh, it's just been, uh, just, just was a tremendous opportunity for me to, to really uh, branch out and learn much more about our solar system. Now we're, we're almost out of time, but if you, if you had to say one thing that you really hope that society and the public takes out of, uh, as from your experience in NASA, and if you had to give one message back to them mm -hmm. and look for the future, what would you say? So planetary science is really a critical science for us as humans. I'm really serious about that. Mm -hmm. uh, the more we study uh, planets like Venus and Mars, the more we recognize that what's happened on Venus can happen on Earth, what's happened at Mars can happen on Earth. We're moving through a period of, of, of understanding these, these fabulous planets and how they relate to the evolution and life here on Earth. I gotta say, as someone working at an Earth and Space Society, uh, who has a reputation for not always appreciating the space side of that equation. I really love this idea of studying other worlds to learn more about our own. And I want to thank Jim for sharing his story with us. Special thanks to Kimberly Cartier as well for conducting the interview. And if you've liked what you've heard, uh, stay tuned for more episodes tucked in amongst your regular third pod episodes. From this scientist in a studio to all of you out there in the world, Thanks for listening to our stories.